Hey Lance, how you doing? We're finally doing some in-person stuff. Uh, of course, I'm Shane from the BC Podcast. You're the you're the athletics director. Is that the right title? Yep, athletics director and vice principal. Excellent. So I wanted to come and get kind of an update on what the sports uh, scene is looking like. Uh, based on the calendar, it's kind of a packed in there deal. So how is that going? How, yeah, exactly. It's been a long time coming. We're excited to get sports back up and running here. So we have some different options that the state allowed us to do. So our league chose to do three six-week seasons. So we're starting off with fall season here, and that ran from the November, or February 8th through, uh, that would be March 20th. And then spring season is going to be March 22nd through May 1st. And then winter sports season is going to be at the end, and that's going to be May 3rd through June 12th. So uh, if you blink, they're going to be gone. Um, I already (laughs) sent out stuff for senior night for our sports, and we haven't even had one home contest in girls soccer yet. So (laughs) things are are super quick this year. Yeah, definitely. Well, at least we're finally getting them. How is the uh, students and athletes uh, reacting to the sports program? I think they're doing a pretty darn good job. Their students and coaches are pretty resilient. Everybody's just itching to to have an opportunity uh, to get back out there and compete and practice and stuff again. Uh, there's a little bit of you know frustration with not being able to have our normal postseason like we do with districts and regionals right. and state and that kind of thing. So uh, that that affected a few of our athletes. But other than that, kids are just excited to get out there and, and compete again. Good. I I'm glad. I. You know, it's been this long wait for it. So it's been, even I got excited about sports and I tend to be on the music side. So, yeah. Um, so the teams, are we going to have full sets of teams, the varsity juniors and that, or is it just going to be uh, varsity? This year, uh, because of our levy situation, our school district's only able to offer varsity sports. So you'll see other teams in our league be able to offer JVs and even some C squads in certain situations. But uh, because of our situation this year, it is only going to be varsity sports that Kai B will be able to offer. Yeah, that levy's affecting everything. I'm, I was wondering how that would uh, affect the sports. We'll probably pick that a couple of more questions on that down the road. But sure. Um, so you brought up the. Um, we are off for the six. Have all the schools signed up on being back in sports, or are there some of the schools that opted out? So everybody in our league is still in, and, and everybody that I'm aware of, I believe, is offering some sort of sports. So, I mean, middle school looks a little bit different. Um, people are trying to figure out high school sports uh, first before middle school sports seems to be uh, what most schools are doing. Uh, but everybody's offering sports in some capacity to my knowledge. Our league looks a little bit different with losing Royal and Waluk to the North Central region with oh, the new okay. new regions that the, the state put out for, for guidance for health and so forth. So um, that's just a one year thing. We'll, we'll oh, go okay. back to our normal district stuff, um, normal league stuff in the future. But during this COVID time with, with coming out with the regions needing to meet the the you know four criteria and so right. forth to move to the phases. Um, that's what we're looking at this year. Now I know we're they're looking at adjusting uh, the league 
2019 we were talking they're talking a bit about that have they moved forward with the overall picture of that or are they just focused on the covid uh adaption right now yeah just mainly the covid stuff right now is keeping everybody super busy and the, the tough thing is is everything you get a plan then things change because different guidance comes out different information comes out from uh, the school district from the local health district right. from the state district from the governor so uh, we, we've been having to be flexible as well, and which I was talking about the resiliency of our right. coaches and, and our teachers and our kids and, and everybody knows. The one constant is things are going to change. Things are going to be tweaked. Things are going to be updated. So everybody's been, been pretty patient during that process. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when I was talking to uh, Mr. Peterson, he was the same thing. You know, this phasing and this is and that he goes it was funny six months ago now i'm not laughing yeah. anymore <laughs> um so can you tell us a little bit about guidelines for coming to and watching a game as well as the what do the kids had to do to change up for covid yeah that's one of the the toughest things that we're dealing with right now is the the state has a limitation of 200 people at a contest. So that doesn't, uh, doesn't matter if it's indoor or outdoor at this point, mm -hmm. even though uh, there seems to be a lot of different opinions of, about that. And, Tons and of opinions, yes. Lots of opinions, <laughs> and, and it seems like it'd be easier to have more people at an outdoor venue, but the state says it's 200 max, uh, which makes things pretty darn difficult for us. And so we're doing a new ticket system our league decided to use a ticket system instead of people just showing up at the door and okay. being able to get in like normal. They actually have to get tickets from your, your athletic director or your local school. And so we decided the home team gets 120 tickets and the away team gets 80 tickets. And it's up to the school to figure out how they want to disperse those. So, so you can have 200 audience plus the uh people engaged in the sports or is it 200 total 200 total so that includes athletes coaches uh event workers officials spectators so yeah that's what makes it very difficult yeah 200 total is tough i mean the average team how much does the average team have well anywhere between 25 and 55 players depending on the school wow for football that is right oh my gosh that that's going to be some rough numbers um, how you started up in right in the middle of COVID, the, uh, it's the NH, no, NFHS network got a part of that. Um, I've seen the Connell, uh, Benton city game for volleyball. Is that going to help people get to see the, uh, games or? Yeah, we wanted to try to provide an option to where we knew we wouldn't be able to get as many people in as we normally do. So we wanted to provide a live streaming option for uh, people. And so what we decided to go with was NFHS Network uh, uses a Pixelot camera system. And that allows people to go on and it actually isn't isn't run by a person. It's, it's in there, it, it's set up, you, you, I program the games and the contests and then they run automatically. And so uh, we're still getting things fired up, ready to go. Uh, I know the gym, we have a camera in the main gym, so we can live stream all our contests okay. in the main gym and then also at our stadium. So soccer, uh, football, um, hopefully track and those kind of things. So anything that happens in the stadium, we can live stream that too. So 
if you go to nfhsnetwork.com and then you okay. search Kiona-Benton City, uh, then you'll see our school pop up and then it gives you a couple different options. You can do a monthly fee of $10.99 or a, a yearly fee. Uh, I believe it's like $60 or $70. And you can not only watch Kybe contests that are home, but uh, College Place, Connell also have the same system. So you can watch any of their contests for free uh, in a normal well, year. Part of the subscription. Part of the subscription. Anybody in, in America that uses NFHS Network um, you, you get um, okay. access to, to all that. So normally, the state actually uh, broadcasts on NFHS Network, so you can watch all the state contests and those kind of things oh, along right. with it. But uh, this year, they're not offering that, so it's, it's not part of the subscription this year. But hopefully, uh, we plan on live streaming in the future, too. So ho hopefully, once Excellent. we're back to normal, we're still live streaming and giving people that option. Excellent. That is a, a very good option. Uh, I actually did try it last night because I wanted to ask questions it seemed to do pretty well as far as uh, tracking and everything which as a geek I really want to know how they're doing it but uh, it did pretty well uh, the clarity was all right so we'll see how it goes through the rest of the year um, back to COVID guidelines I saw that the volleyball players had to have masks on while they play are all the sports going to be that way that, that's correct. Right now, uh, to be able for us to, the, for WIA to offer sports, uh, they need to state that the uh, athletes and coaches and everybody were going to wear masks. And so, uh, once again, a lot of opinions about that and what that right. entails. Uh, there, there's people, you know, there's different states that are requiring masks and some aren't, uh, but ours to be able to move forward with contests, uh, masks are required. So, like I said, that's, that's football. Uh, that's for all our fall sports, you know, volleyball. So w when you when you kind of squint and look, you, you'll see that it, it kind of looks normal. Uh, less <laughs> less people in the stands. Right. Uh, and you got masks on. Uh, cross country, they just did update a week or two ago. Uh, the runners uh, need to have their masks on, and then when the race starts, they can take their masks oh, okay. off while gonna... they're running. But uh, that that uh, they stuck with that for a long time until a week or two ago. So that, that's good for the runners to be able to run without right. a mask on. But everybody else is required to wear a mask at all times. Well, I, when I saw it, I was like, I think they got a little bit of an extra conditioning with building up on those masks. But yeah. they everybody seemed to have done all right. So that was good. Um, you mentioned the failed levy before and we're starting to move people around. Has the levy affected transportation? It has, it's affected sports uh, quite a bit actually. Almost our entire uh, way we run sports is through the levy. So there, there's just uh, some small things that, that aren't taken care of by the levy, but overall uh, coaches' salaries, transportation, um, all the major costs are, are from the levy. And so when uh, the levy didn't, hasn't passed the last two times, uh, we, we've had to get creative on if we're going to be able to offer sports, how we're going to be able to do that. And uh, one of those is uh, the coaches decided um, that, that they would be willing to, to take a little bit less money for that. And, and that's uh, it's very sacrificial on their part to be able to do that. You know, right. They're excited for sports too. And, and like I said, we're all trying to figure out a way to make that happen. The other thing is transportation. So we're not able to pro provide a bus this year for high school sports. Oh, so wow. uh, I've been having to contact parents to get them uh, driving, um, to be able to volunteer to drive to contests and be able to, to take students. 
Um, and then there's COVID regulations with that. You know, everybody has to wear a mask in the vehicle. Um, and, and then we, we've got to get, you know, volunteer paperwork and proof of auto insurance right. uh, to the district right. office and those kind of liability things. But, uh, you know, overall, parents have stepped up. Uh, oh, good. They, they want, yeah, they want their kids to participate. We want to participate. They know if they don't help out, then we're not going to be able to tra uh, travel to sports and, and have them. So they, they've done a, a great job of willing to do what's, what's asked of them. All right. That's good. I was wondering because uh, the buses are very valuable for that. So the, the fact that the parents have been able to step up and work on that, that's, that's great. Along that line of, you know, having to have the additional people getting there, have you, well, let me word this right. Is there things that the community can do to assist the sports program right now? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, so uh, it's, it's, you know, one thing you want to say is come out and support and watch, but when you're limited to 200, uh, right. you know, there, there's really, uh, it's difficult to make things happen in that way. Um, there, there are um, people that are giving donations and helping out. Okay. Uh, Kybe Market uh, has been a, a great supporter of ours and is willing to help uh, fund some of the, the excess stuff that we normally wouldn't be able to have. Oh, that's and so good. because that's of the levy, we're not able to have all of our co coaches like we normally do. Um, and so they've actually uh, donated some money to, to be able to help keep a, a few more coaches that we could oh, that we wouldn't good. normally be able to do. So uh, things like that have, have really helped out. So we're very appreciative of Mark and, and Lori Lofton and be able to help us out. Yeah, they, they're definitely community-minded and have sport. I've seen them do other things for the sport. So it's good they're able to help out there. Absolutely. If somebody wanted to donate, who would they contact? Uh, you can contact the high school main office. Uh, Taylor Torres is our ASB secretary, so she's okay. in charge of, of all the money stuff. Uh, you know, we make sure uh, we have to look at Title IX, making sure money's spent equally on male and female sports right. and that kind of stuff. So, um, if you if somebody wants to come in and give to a specific sport or that kind of thing, it makes it a little bit more difficult. But if we can earmark it, you know, for sports and to make sure we use that appropriately for okay. male and female sports and that kind of thing. But, yeah, just come into the, the main um, office here. You, you can call the high school office and we can have a, a talk and, and figure out Excellent. a way that we can help. Absolutely. All right. Hey, thank you so much. I know it's busy trying to get all the kids in the right place at the, right now. is such a compact time frame. So thanks for your time. Absolutely. Uh, great to be here and, and look forward to the, the future sports. Cool.